Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back on the block. Austin Norman, Eric Strickland with you. Half an hour left in this show before we turn it over to Jay Foreman for Old School. Uh, a couple of things to get to here. First of all, on YouTube, uh, Strick Justin, who we just replied to, said he was talking about in your comparisons for 2020 and 2024, the good organizations are still on top. The chaotic ones are still losing. Oh, okay. Thanks for clarity yeah. on that, Justin. I appreciate it. Appreciate that, Justin. Um, on the text line, then, a couple things to get here. Um, we have John in Cortland who says, uh, sounds like Austin has a mad man crush on the Chiefs jumping out of Indy. No, sir. I am still a Colts fan, but Mahomes is great. Mahomes is fun. I, I don't know if I said this at some point last week. Um, I'm sure it came up, but I'll, I'll reiterate it here. I enjoy watching the Chiefs. I've enjoyed watching their evolution in the same way that I enjoyed the the Hamptons Five Warriors, right? Yeah, they were unfair. Absolutely. That's part of the fun, right? That was greatness for me. That, that was the best basketball team of my era. Not of all time. I'm not saying that. But that's some of the most fun I've had watching basketball. Watching that offensive system. Watching KD play small ball five or some four with Draymond at the five. I'm in the boat of appreciate greatness. Mm. What Mahomes is doing is basically unprecedented. I'm not about to be a hater. There's some Chiefs fans that annoy me jumping on the bandwagon that, you know, came up from nothing, maybe a little bit too quick for their own good. But I think the Chiefs are fun to watch, and I'm not going to begrudge them their success. That's where I'm at with it. Well, let me me say it from this perspective, right? The league is in search. Because where do you feel quarterback play resides from top to bottom in the NBA. There's a, there's a huge gulf. There's mm-hmm. a huge gap between elite quarterbacks and regular. Mm-hmm. Some of the ones that have had success in the NFL this year, to me, are still mediocre. Mm-hmm. To include your Tua's, to include your, your Jalen... Um, Hurts and the uh, Eagles. Mm-hmm. To include um, Herbert's. Uh, to include Lawrence and the Jags fell off a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There, there, there's a big gulf between elite as far as the consistency. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think Josh is good. I think he's kind of teetering on being elite. We we've obviously didn't get a chance to see the consistency of, of, of um, uh, Joe Burrow. Mm hmm. There's still a lot to the 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 um, the jury's still out on some of these guys, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a big gulf. Patrick Mahomes is elite. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't even think Lamar Jackson's elite. I think he's a great quarterback mm-hmm. because of just his giftings and the things that he can do, right? Mm-hmm. I think across the board, we haven't had that big of gulf. In a while. And so mm-hmm. the fact that Mahomes won it again, 
it just puts him in an elite category that people are going to have to step up mm-hmm. and 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 you know fill in the gap, fill in the gulf. Mm-hmm. And who's that? I don't know. Is it going to be the newcomers? Is it going to be you know some of the old guard guys that are there? Does Aaron Rodgers see he's on the way out? The NFL has somebody. They have now. He's not Tom. I'm not saying he's Tom Brady yet, <laughs> but I'm saying they have their Tom Brady type mm-hmm. to promote yeah. to push. But they need to raise up a few more because they need to make the games fun, interesting. The mm-hmm. matchups again need to be revamped because let's be honest. Mahomes, Tua, you're you you you're you're looking at Mahomes all day long, right? Even though mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins are a great team, you're still looking at Mahomes because when it comes down to it, if he has the ball, who do you trust more in a two minute? Mahomes. You're gonna trust Mahomes more. Oh, so that's why I say they need to raise their bars. Um, the text line is hitting on a lot of what I want to get to here, Strix. So we're just gonna use the text line here to, to transition into some of these. Well, Huskers P saying. It's rigged. Okay, we've kind of been over that. OGCJ, stay tuned. 49ers, will they be close to being the same team next year with new contracts and salary caps? Both the Chiefs and the 49ers have a lot of interesting decisions to make. I think that's worth diving into later in the week. Ryan in Nashville. So is Debo falling off or has the McCaffrey edition taken away from him? He feels like uh, the 49ers don't use Debo Samuel as much with McCaffrey around. Look, I still think I'm a, I think McCaffrey's a better version. I'm just going to sure. be honest. I like what Debo does and his versatility. I still think you should use it. You can use it in creative ways, jets and 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 different types of uh, things you can throw out, even put them back there together at mm-hmm. times. I think there's a lot of different things. But listen, I'm going to be honest. They're one of the only teams to me that have that old school Emmett Smith type, you know, lineup where the juice, use check is used the way that, a real traditional fullback should be used and they use him well. Mm-hmm. And I like that part of them. Mm-hmm. I still think they're physical. Now, like you said, there's got some decisions that are going to have to be made. The beautiful thing is they ain't got to worry about paying. Uh, they ain't got to make the crazy hard decisions until they figure out what to do with Purdy. But again, Purdy did his thing. He was fine. He's, He's not the reason fine. they lost. He is not, not the all. reason. And so, you know, get off of his back. Um, he, he he put them in a position. You just left too much time for one of the best quarterbacks it, to to be able to either put them in a game to go over overtime mm-hmm. or to win the game. Mm-hmm. That's just unfortunate how it came down. Now, the dumbest boneheaded move, and this is what kind of gives me the ooh. Let him have it, Ricky. The bonehead move. You win the freaking coin toss. And you take the ball first. What? Who in God's green earth do you ever do that? That's why I'm like, wait a minute now. There's something some shaky. Shaky out here. It's real funny. It's real spooky. It's creepy and it's kooky. Mysterious and spooky. All together hooky. The ad, it was very kooky. Why do you, in what, in what way do you ever do that? It made no sense. You're going to get the ball back anyway. Why? Tell You tell me or break me down. And, and, and you guys on the Sauter Heyman text line, break me down if you can. Help me to understand why you take the ball first in that situation. Okay. I'm going to preface this off with I defer. I take the ball second in the situation. Okay. That's where I'm coming from. Even with the new rules, right, where both teams get a possession, I take the ball second. 
What Kyle Shanahan said his rationale was for, it wasn't a, oh, I forgot. The players said they didn't know the overtime rules were different, and that's a whole different issue, right? That's coaching. Aye, 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 How aye. do you not know? <laughs> I, 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 you. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Clearly, the players Sheesh. weren't prepared for it, um, and that's a problem. But Kyle Shanahan seemed to, in the postgame, understand the decision he was making. His thought process, Strick, is this. His offense has scored the last two drives. He feels good about that. But he's been in this situation before. He knows he's going against Patrick Mahomes, who was on a heater in the second half. He knows his defense is struggling to stop Kansas City. They figured some stuff out. So not only does Kyle Shanahan have faith in his offense to put points on the board and put Kansas City in a tough spot, he knows who he's going against. He's seen this movie before. And I think he wants to put that game pressure on the Chiefs, right? Put points on the board, make them score, see if our defense can get a stop. Barring that, you know, both teams score. Kyle Shanahan says he was planning for a third possession. He he felt good in his offense scoring. He thought that the Chiefs, you know, would have a pretty good chance of scoring. So then once both teams have a possession and the score is tied, it's sudden death. So Kyle Shanahan was planning on that third possession where he gets the first crack at sudden death. Oh, okay. Right or wrong, again, I'm in the camp of you still kick, right? Know what you have to do to match or exceed. If Kansas City scores a touchdown and they kick the extra point to go up seven, that's where you make your decision of do we keep playing and give them the crack at sudden death first or do we go for two in the win right here, right now? That's a different discussion. Where I think Kyle Shanahan went right was he didn't strictly follow the numbers, right? He wasn't just analytics, say to do this, we're in our zone, we're going to robot our way to a Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan, I think, took the pulse of his team, knowing the offense had been playing slightly better than the defense, knowing the defense was gassed after that last minute and 50-second drive, um, maybe wanted to get his offensive ball first, give them a breather, whatever. But I also think that he just looked too far ahead, right? He kind of galaxy-brained himself a little bit, where I can understand the rationale if it gets to sudden death, but the goal should be to not get to sudden death, right? Mm-hmm. Against a hot quarterback, against a defense that had your number most of the second half until late, find a way to end the game as soon as possible. The way to end that game as soon as possible is to not let Mahomes have the ball last, right? I know San Francisco had that kneel down snap, but Kansas City essentially had the ball last in regulation. They had the ball last at the end of the first half. They go down, they get points. They had the ball to start the second half and to end the second half. Mahomes went down and gets, gets points especially against the Chiefs, you have to do everything in your power to make sure you get that last possession. Mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan, I think that was his thought process, but he thought one possession too far ahead, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think he got caught up in the moment, which I think was, would have been a good time for him to say, hey, let's go win this game right now instead of play it out further down the line. Good. Good breakdown. How's that? I mean, okay, I mean... I mean, I understand it. I mean, that's one thing I am. I'm not, and and you know, a 
biased thinker. I'm able to step outside of it and, and take a take a perspective on it. Okay, I can understand the perspective on it. But that I'm I fall in the category of I'm not giving this guy a <laughs> possession behind me. <laughs> if we fall short in any way, and that's what they did. They literally came, they came at him. And they came at him at the right time, and they came at him with the right guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Chris Jones. He, he mm-hmm. saved him. He mm-hmm. saved him. I mean, it, it, they took him down. They went down. They were on the verge. They probably would have scored if Chris Jones doesn't save him. He saved today. Yeah, he did. I, I'm with you on that. A couple other notes to get to here before we bring Jay Foreman in. Um, Brock Purdy targeting Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle. 8 of 20 for 86 yards. Not good. Woof. You you thought Kittle was going to have a big game. I thought it was out there on the table good. for him as well. Two catches for four yards. And you notice that, that shoulder you were talking about, not the same blocker at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Ayuk had a couple catches in the middle of the game, but basically a non-factor. They weren't giving your boy Debo the ball. Andy came up a little bit, a little bit gimpy there. But even that aside, to me, Strick, it was the, the Greenlaw injury when he goes down oh. with the Achilles that I think helped free... Yeah, Kelsey, because that gave Werner some more or Werner some more mm, responsibilities. In special teams, you muff the punt after you get a stop, and you have an extra point blocked. Well, well, well. Pause on there. Let's stay right there on that one. Why the heck are you trying to pick the ball up and run? Fall and that's on a it. Fall on the freaking ball. First on the floor. Oh my gosh! It was the it, it was some bonehead stuff going on out there. You try to pick the. What are you going to do in that situation? At that point, it's dead. Mm-hmm. Well, like, think about what Valdez Scantling did, right? Had an eight yard catch, ran backwards for 14 yards too. minus six. Kansas City made its way out of it, but San Francisco gave Kansas City the ball yeah. on the San Francisco 16 yard line by trying to get cute. Yep. There you go. It, it was some boneheaded stuff going on out there, but still was a good, great game. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, even with the boneheaded plays, I still think it was some great, that was great coaching. Mm hmm. I thought defensive coordinators did great, mm-hmm. especially with, that first with what they were. Yeah, with what they were working with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, it, I thought overall it was good. To that point on the DCs here, really quick, McCaffrey would have been probably the Super Bowl MVP. I assume if San Francisco would have won it, I would have gone with Juwan Jennings for the touchdown catch, the touchdown pass. But McCaffrey did more damage through the air than on the ground. Saw this from uh, Warren Sharp on Twitter. Kansas City had the number 28-ranked run defense in the NFL. McCaffrey averaged 3.6 yards per carry. That's below average for him, below average for you know, a good, solid NFL running back. That 3.6, Strick, his lowest yards per carry in any game with Trent Williams as a starting left tackle. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a good number. Uh, it just So that, that goes to show you, shout out to them. What you think about Nagy? Because you, you, know, you, you you, you're not a big fan of Nagy. Still not my boy, by yeah. any means. I still think the enemy would have been better. Um, I'm going to give all the credit to Andy Reid. Probably slightly unfair, but I, I still feel it like It looked like Andy Reid had a big hand in what was going on as far as play calling. I thought, speaking of that, they ran the same play that the Hardman scored on. That was the same play they scored to take the lead against the Eagles last year. Did you see that? Yep. Yeah. 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 Right there. And Good that stuff. gets into that whole debate, too, Strick, of... When do you go to what you're comfortable with and what works and you know you're good at versus when are you too scoutable? One one other one other play that was huge was the touchdown to Valdez Scanling because that was schemed perfectly. 
It was it was schemed enough to get Kel, uh, Kelsey into the flat to make mm-hmm. the safety come down, and you ran a, a a seam that would normally be the seam for the tight end. You mm-hmm. ran Scatling on like a uh, like a mini skinny post seam, yeah. that left him butt naked. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was yeah. the easiest throw that probably <laughs> Mahomes had all night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he didn't drop it, no, which has been a theme for the Chiefs all year. Good stuff on the Super Bowl. We're, we'll bring in Jay Foreman, crossed over with Old School, uh, to wrap up on the block. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off. My rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.